fear. Speaking to fear. And Raj, we're going to just do our best to roll, buddy, okay? Speaking to fear. Fear. Did a lot of thinking this week about fear. Studying about fear this week. And I, I just, I, I use my old Bible. I use the old King James. That's me. I'm just an old-fashioned fella. And I don't jump on you, don't jump on me, okay? Got it? And uh, so, but and then I use a Webster's Dictionary. And I like to look up words because I'm from the country. I'm from Rockingham. In case you don't think Rockingham's a real place, my sister Ann is here today. Where are you at, Ann? Where are you at? Ann, where are you at? Right there. There's my sister Ann named after my mother right there. Amen. And her hubby, Steve. So is Rockingham a real place? <laughs> you live there, don't you? They live right on Highway 1. If you've ever been by that big racetrack in Rockingham, you'll pass their house pert near to get there. Amen? But uh, I like the old Webster's Dictionary because I tell people I grew up in Rockingham. I need, some, uh, I need some help with my vocabulary and learning and stuff. But I found it does pretty good when you're preaching. And occasionally I'll use the computer some. Don't use it a lot. But uh, if I need some medical info and stuff like that, uh, especially about this message today, I wanted some insight medically what fear can do to you. Y'all with me or not? Are we awake? Okay. Okay. There you go. Let's go with it. So we're going to look at this message today, and I spent a lot of time on it. Gave uh, It helped me a lot in my office, to be honest with you. It was good for me. Very, very good for me this week. Very good for me personally. Incredible verse, say it with me. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Why? Because he trusts in thee. What a great scripture. And we're going to roll now and we're going to look at this message today on fear. Speaking to fear. And we're going to look at Joseph and Mary. Fear not is mentioned more than 365 times in the Bible. That's pretty crazy, really. Fear not. Say that with me. Fear not. Mentioned more than 365 times in your Bible. That's enough. You could start today and you wouldn't run out by year's end. As a matter of fact, it's one of the most often mentioned things in the Bible. When you see that, I don't know about you, I'm hard-headed. And when somebody says, oh, whatever, and they say it again, oh, whatever, maybe. Oh, whatever. They say it about... 30 times, I'm like, well, I guess I might should listen. And that's the way God is. He's like, listen to me. Fear will kill you, and we're going to see it. So why does God say that so often in the Bible? Because fear is real. Say that with me. Fear is. Now, fear is a liar. But that didn't mean it's not real. Don't confuse the two. Fear is real. Say it again. Fear is real. I'm going to prove it to you today. A lot of times Christians say, you don't need to fear. You just, you know, need to believe God. You know, you know, that ain't real what you're going through. You don't have, who made you a psychologist? You know, what are you even thinking? We're crazy. I got the spirit. I know everything. You as dumb probably as you've always been. Talking like that. Crazy. Fear's real. Is fear real? Yes or no? Fear's a real thing, man, and we're going to talk about it. Now, fear. Okay, handy-dandy dictionary, Gary. What does fear, what's fear defined as? Very unusual. 
Fear is defined as, uh, say it with me, an unpleasant emotion caused by what? What? It's an unpleasant emotion caused by what? By what? Belief. Not unbelief. Fear is an unpleasant emotion, very unpleasant. And it's caused literally because we do believe. We believe. What? That someone or something's dangerous. I ain't scared for nothing. Are you kidding me? It's a belief. Say that with me. Fear is a what? You've got to get this down. Fear is a belief. It's a belief that this, 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 whatever this is, is going to cause me pain. Or this is threatening me right now. This is a threat to me. That's what fear is. Fear is a belief. It's not an unbelief. That's what the churches say. Well, see, you just don't believe. It's just unbelief. It's not unbelief. Fear is as real as me looking at you and you looking at me. Fear is real. Well, maybe that's why God said it 365 times and more. Because it's something, maybe the thing that we are going to face most in our life, fear. Fear is a belief. You know, then I looked at another definition from another source. And it said this. And I found this just so unbelievable. You know, that belief thing really hit me because belief is down in your gut, man. You understand? When you believe something, it ain't just like up here. When you really believe something and that fear gets down inside of you, Man, that is rough stuff to deal with right there. Y'all hear me? You, you, you understand what I'm talking about? But it's also defined as a what? A desire. A desire. Those are two big words in the Bible. Fear is a belief, but it's also a desire. That word desire, and it's a desire to do what? To escape, to run, to get out of here, to end it all. I'd be better off dead than to face this and live with this crap. You see where we're headed or not? Train's moving now. So fear, say it with me, is a... And fear is a what? Do you think beliefs and desires are very strong? I think beliefs and desires are probably the strongest thing mentally and especially emotionally that you'll ever have in your life. Beliefs and desire. You know, people can believe something and think they're right religiously and cut somebody's head off. Belief will take you places. It's unbelievable. And it's interesting. That's what Jesus keeps hammering into us. Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. If you confess with your mouth and, and, it will, and, and confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God hath raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be what? Saved. It's all about belief. All about belief, guys. And fear is all about belief. 
Fear is all about belief and desire. When you desire something strongly, like I've been trying to lose weight the last few days, and my mother-in-law is like the best cook on the planet, and at Christmas she's going to cook cookies like nonstop all day long. And everywhere I turn, there's this and that and the other. And boy, I have a desire. And I want to eat. I I mean, you know, desire can get you, can't it? Say. But especially this kind of desire. So belief and desire describe something that is on the inside of you. Belief and desire is not out here somewhere. It's something we take and it becomes part of who we are. And it eats at you. But where does it eat you at you at? It eats at you on the what? On the inside. It gnaws at you. Now, now. Like an old mangy dog. But that old dog's on the inside of you. And it's dogging you, all right. Fear, fear, fear. Now I want you to see some words that describe fear. I mean, fear is so bad. It's so difficult. I want you to look at some of the words used to describe fear. Terror. Ah, that's a pretty big word, isn't it? Fright. Horror. Panic. Scared. Alarm. Agitation. Dread. That's just a few. Did you know I could have probably filled up three or four screens with words that describe fear? Not too many words you can have that many synonyms for. You understand? That's crazy. Fear is a big, 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 big thing. And fear is what? Say it with me. Fear is real. Am I driving you crazy? Good. I thought it was Christmas. Where's Mary and Joseph? Oh, they're coming. Just hang on. It'd be nice if we could set the plate a little bit instead of just like get all warm and fuzzy and maybe really appreciate what they went through. You know what I'm saying? Don't you want to say that to some people sometimes when you're fearful? If you only understood what I'm going through. You know what I mean? I don't need a pat on the head right now. You know? So we're going to see that in just a bit. So fear is real. Fear is actually what? How many with a lifted hand would say times that you've gone through fear were the biggest, hardest times of your life? Can I see anybody that would just up, up raise some hands? Up? Look at that. Look at that. Two-thirds of the audience. That fast. Can you remember it? Yes or no? Huh? Can I remember it? I lived it. Nearly killed me. How many raise hands say it nearly killed me? Let me see some hands. Nearly killed me. Fear is huge. So we're talking about it today, and we're going to do it the next few weeks in the Christmas story. I hope it doesn't run you away. Can't go there. He's talking about fear. Well, I'd like to come to church and actually learn something if I could. Amen? Come on. Now, here's what I did. I did turn the old computer on, and I looked at it. Fear can cause physical problems. This is like Mayo Clinic, Cleveland Clinic. These are people that way up here somewhere. Can't believe everything they say, though. I'm going to tell you that right now. Especially if they say they're a doctor and work for the government, then Lord help you. Amen. <laughs> I'm just saying. It could, it could have another agenda. I'm not sure. Amen. 
But let's just stay, keep straight on it. Y'all ready or not? Say. Fear can cause physical problems. Before you put them up, get rid of it. How many would say the fear you went through caused you health problems? Let's see some hands. Let's just put them up. That's at least half the audience. I don't need Mayo to tell me. But Mayo can help us. Come on. What can fear cause physically to your life? Here it is. I'm putting them in the order they gave them. Heart damage. Boy, here's one. Intestinal problems. You ever heard that scared the crap out of me? I'm sorry. Things come from somewhere. People aren't just trying to be rude, guys. These things come from someplace. These words that we use, these, these statements that we made. You hear me or not? And maybe it didn't cause that, but it caused all kinds of other stomach issues. Yes or no? Amen. Anything that scared you and you were fearful of, let's see some hands again. It made you sick to your stomach. I guess I'm not just whistling Dixie up here, am I? This is uh, interesting. It causes decreased fertility. Hmm. Aging. Somebody goes through something hard. You see them the next time. You can see something's weighing on them. It shows up on their face and... Premature death. Ah, it's not real. No, it's real. It'll kill you. Premature death. Fear can impact long-term memory. You know, I just don't remember as many people... This is me talking. Having dementia, Alzheimer's, losing their mind as much as it seems like we have now in our world. Could it be the further we get away from believing in Jesus Christ and we're without hope and we have this strong belief inside of us, fear, and it happens when we get old. Fear. When you're young, you care less about locking your house. But now you check every window and just... You can have a little something happen in your body when you're older... And all of a sudden, it can turn into full-blown panic attack, whereas before, if it happened when you're young, big deal, who cares, I'm fine, leave me alone. Is this true? Fear can cause damage to certain parts of the brain. It's my life, leave me alone. Well, you can keep staying doing what you're doing with fear and, and go crazy. Be sick. Or you could get you some help from God's Word and from the Lord. Amen. And it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Come on. Fear can negatively impact our emotions. That's, that's hilarious. Our thinking. How many of you were so fearful and so messed up on the inside you couldn't think straight? Let me see some hands. Couldn't think straight. 
decision-making. Let's just take another poll right quick. How many of you were fearful, scared, messed up on the inside, your head, all kinds of stuff, and you made a decision, and it was a bad one? Let me see some hands. I'm in the middle of fear making bad choices because it can affect your decision-making. I almost killed somebody. Me. Because I was so messed up on the inside. That would have affected Gary Clark's life, wouldn't it? Fear can leave us unable to act or react appropriately. You ever heard of deer in the headlights? Where do these things come from? That's us. It's real, buddy. Fear impacts our mental health, can lead to depression, fatigue, can't get out of what? PTSD, just anything can happen, a sight, a smell, or somebody reminds you, boom, can come back. And unfortunately, it leads to what? To suicide. Yeah. I guess fear is real after all, isn't it, say? Have I convinced you? I think you were convinced before I started, didn't you? Yeah. Fear is huge because fear is what? It's a what? Don't ever forget I said that today. Don't ever forget you had this meeting with me this morning. Fear is huge because fear is a belief. It's a belief. And it's not just a belief. It's a what? Desire. It's a desire. Man, Gary. How you going to deal with this? How you going to deal with that? all that stuff on the screen? Well, first of all, we're not going to do this. We're not going to say fear isn't real. We're not going to say fear isn't real. A lot of the church does that today. They, just, they think they just pray. It'll go away. And the world thinks we're nuts. You know you actually have to work too. Y'all hear me or not say But the beautiful thing is you can fight fear. You can fight fear. But you've got to realize you're fighting something big. You're fighting one of the biggest things ever. You're fighting belief. And you're fighting a desire. And that sucker has made his way into your life and into your gut and into your brain and into your heart and into your memory. And he lives there. Wow. Wow. So here's the next message. Here it comes, right here. That was part A. Now we're on part B. We fight fear with what? Come on, church. We fight fear with what? Okay. That's how you're going to fight fear. Fear is real. It has to get punched in the face. You have to go on the attack. Somebody's going to win. Don't forget, he said it over 365 times. Fear not. Fear not. Matter of fact, he says the fear of the Lord, uh, say it with me, is the what? Beginning of what? Maybe the smartest thing you'll ever do is learn how to fight fear. Maybe as you fear the Lord. Now that fear is a different word. It's not terror. It's not fright. It's not alarm. It's not agitation. It's not dread. It is respect. Respect the Lord. Reverence the Lord. 
Believe the Lord. Ah, you know, I'm good. I don't need Jesus. Well, good, good, good. See how far you get. Because crap is coming. Did you hear me or not? And death is coming. Death is coming. Death is coming. And we see our world. What happens when COVID hits? Everybody runs. People are scared to death. wonder how many people died of COVID that didn't die of COVID. They died of... Oh, my God. They died of fear. They died of fear. I don't know. All I'm saying is, guys, do you have... Phooey. There it is. Okay. What we're doing on Sunday at Fellowship Church is not make-believe and pie-in-the-sky. You're just trying to get rich. I can make far more money going out and fixing up a house than I can do pastoring this church. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is real what we're doing, guys. Y'all, praise the Lord. This is real what we're doing in here. I didn't give my life for a fairy tale. Got it? Yes or no? You say, yeah, but you ain't had pain. How many just with a lifted hand would know at least a little bit of the pain in my life? Let's see some. Anybody know anybody? Talk to them after the service about me. <laughs> I've had it, man. So what is faith, Clark? And i got to fly. It's I believe God, period. Say that with me. Faith is what? I believe God. What about things you don't understand? I'm going to believe God. I'm going to believe Him. I'm going to still believe Him. I just got to. There ain't no options. For me, I'm all in. Chips are in, baby. Do you understand everything about the Bible gear? Absolutely not. But I believe Him. And if you're going to mess with me in my belief, I'm going to say, get behind me, Satan. Don't even come start talking to me. See, because I need to believe. Because i got something I fight. And it's real and it's hard. But last time I checked, I'm winning. And you can win this fight. Now my heart's heavy today. I don't feel good today. How many would say you got something right now? It's hard, Pastor. I'm fighting it. Can I see some hands? I'm, I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it. You're going to fight that with faith. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own, your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He'll direct your path. Psalm 37, trust in the Lord and do good and you'll dwell in the land and you'll be fed. There's that big word. Delight yourself in the Lord. Here's the big word, and he'll do what? Give you what? The desires of your heart. See, a lot of times churches preach that means you're going to get your new Cadillac or new house. You know what? I'll take over that any day. It's change. Not change, but there's this other desire in me, Lord. As I put my faith in you, would you give me the desire? To fight that desire. 
Would you give me the desire in my heart? Change the desire in my heart, Lord. Because this is hard to fight on my own. So we speak to fear. Let's go to the message, Raj. The Christmas story. I know I'm late, but I can't pour my heart out like this and just get it done in ten minutes. You know? (laughs) Joseph and Mary. Go, buddy. Let's get some help from some really what? Now knowing what we know, let's learn some things. How about that? I think we learned something already. Joseph. Help us, Joseph. He's espoused. It means more than engaged. It's a legal contract. They've been planning it for years. Families have exchanged money. He's been knowing he's marrying that girl for a long time. It's getting closer and closer. As it gets closer, probably three months now, he don't know it, but he's starting to see it. She's pregnant. That'll screw up your plan. Especially back in that day, because if that was the case, she'd be killed. She'd be stoned to death. Period. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when his mother, Mary, was a spouse, which I just talked about, to Joseph, before they came together, before they had sex. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, knowing this as far as the pregnancy part, being a just man, a good man, boy, the fight he must have had on inside of him. The belief, it's real. This is real what's happened to him. There's his bride to be here. It'd be nice if they could just, he could run or they could run away. That ain't how they did it. So he was minded to not make her a public example. What's that mean? Bring her out publicly and do what? Stone her. So he was minded to put her away privately. It was killing him. But while he thought on these things, that's what fear will do to you. Mess your mind if that's all you can think about. While he thought on these things, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, you son of David, here's two words, say them with me. What? That's one of the 365 or more. To take unto you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of by the Lord uh, through the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child. She shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted means God with us. So what happened, Joseph? Well, he was minded. You can see the fear in the words, right? He was minded. He was doing what? Thinking on what things? The things that were scaring him to death. What am I going to do? So let's learn from Joseph. Verse 24. We're learning about speaking to fear. And this train has left the station for sure. And we're in the Word now. We're learning. So hang in here. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him. And he took Mary to be his what? So he married a pregnant girl, didn't he? Yeah? And he knew her not. Didn't have sexual relations with her until she brought forth her firstborn son and she called his name who? Jesus. So Joseph, can you help me with my fear? 
Can you help me with my fear? Say that with me, number one, in fighting fear and speaking to fear. And you need to say it out loud. Say it with me. I will do what God says do. Speak like that. This is real what you're facing. This is real, this fear. This desire. It's deep. It's dangerous. Speak this way to yourself. I am going to do what God tells me to do. And I'm not talking kooky stuff. It's funny. When you get real fearful and scared, you can do kooky stuff. But it's one of the best things it can do for you is it can humble you. And all of a sudden, you can hear so much better. And I have had my faith increase so, many more, so much more when I've been in the lows than I have in the highs. And when you're between a rock and a hard place, you tend to be a little more willing. And you can see your options a little bit better many times. Especially when you got the Lord now. And you can see and say, I'm going to do this right here. <laughs> I'm going to do what the Lord tells me to do. Amen? Did we get that point, number one? Don't miss that. <clears throat> That's what he did. What made Joseph the hero that he is? He did what God said to do. All the odds were against him. We don't realize the abuse this man took for having a wife that was pregnant. Protecting her. How many tried to come and try to kill her? We don't know. The Bible doesn't tell us. How many, showed, how many mobs showed up at the house? How many signs were written outside their house? Harlot! We don't know. <laughs> if I know people, i got a feeling there was some. And he did what God said to do. Against all odds. Can we give him a hand? He's watching. He's watching right now, Joseph. He's in heaven. <laughs> Amen. Mary. Mary. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city named, of, of Galilee named Nazareth. I read this last week, but it's okay. We'll read again. To a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Thou art highly favored. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And when she saw him, she was what? Trouble! That is saying. And she was cast in her what? Mind! What manner of salutation this should be. So Mary was troubled. We see that. We see her. We see the fear. Do you see it in the Bible, these words, yes or no? They're right there. They're staring us in the face. Push. Thanks. Let's learn from Mary. How can we speak to our fear, Mary? How can we learn? Now, Mary, we're not going to pray to you. But we can learn from you. Did y'all just catch that? That's not trying to be disrespectful. There may be no greater teacher, woman teacher, than Mary. She can teach us something. Help us. Help us see your, the Word of God today. 
The angel said unto her, say it with me. Well, look at that. We're getting through these 365, ain't we? Fear not, Mary, you found favor with God. Do you think you found favor with God and I found favor with God since we know His Son, Jesus Christ, and He's our Lord and Savior? Yes or no? Amen. Are we heirs and joint heirs with Jesus because of Him? Yes or no? Is our names written in the Lamb's book of life? Are we, he, we're His friends. We are His... The Bible even says we're His brother. I don't understand all that language. You understand? But all I know is He thinks I'm somebody. Fear not, you found favor with God. Behold, you shall conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He'll be great. He'll be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Of his kingdom there will be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall I do this? I, don't, I haven't even known a man sexually. What are you talking about? She probably not. She probably never even looked at a fellow. Period. She's young. Teenager. The angel said, The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. The power of the highest is going to overshadow you. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. And by the way, your cousin Elizabeth, you know that old cousin, the ninth cousin, and you're, this old, 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 old. She's, she's, she's real stricken in years. That's one old woman. By the way, she's conceived, and we found that out last week, didn't we? She's in her sixth month already. And she never could have a kid. Say that verse with me, verse 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Wow. Help me, Mary. What should I say to my fear? Say it with me. I know that nothing is impossible with God. Fear is real. It's, a desire. it's inside of you. Speak. Speak. I know nothing's impossible with God. Let's give a quick testimony. How many would say it looked impossible? You made it through the thing that hurt you so bad, and you're here to give God some praise. Can I see some hands? Praise the Lord. Come on. Look at that. That's the truth. This isn't made up stuff. This is great. You might not be as excited about it as I am because you want a donut. You'll be glad you heard this. You'll be glad you heard this. If not today, tomorrow. Mary starts trusting and Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the, of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. So Joseph said, I'll do what God says do. And now we're learning from the story of Mary. I believe nothing's impossible with the Lord. And now, number three, Mary. Say that with me. I trust God to keep His Word. See, one thing is doing the right thing, like Joseph did, which looked like the wrong thing, because God said He did the right thing. But see, sometimes it's not doing how you fight fear. 
It's believing and trusting. Even though it ain't happened right yet for you the way it should or the way you want it to and you're still in the dark and you can't see it, but you keep believing. Do you understand that? Speaking to fear. Let's finish the message. Mary rose in those days, went to the hill country with haste. She entered into the house of Zacharias, saluted Elizabeth, her cousin. We saw this last week. Came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe, what's his name? John, y'all weren't listening. Oh, Lord, help me. The babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. She spake with a loud voice. She said to Mary, Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb. Whence has this come to me, that the mother of, of the Lord, my Lord, should come to me? And lo, as soon as the voice of the salutation sounded in my ears, what happened? The babe, what's his name? Little John jumped. And leaped in her womb for joy. Elizabeth says, And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things that were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, Say it with me, My soul doth magnify the Lord. Keep reading. And my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. We're speaking to fear. You might say, Is this going to last much longer? No, be quiet. Here it is, number four. Say it with me. I will rejoice in Jesus Christ, my Savior. What do you mean rejoice? My guts are tied up in a knot. I'm scared to death. I got these problems, Pastor. Well, that's real. So you can let it sit there and eat you up and affect you health-wise like Mayo Clinic will tell you it'll do. Or you can learn to speak to your fear. And fight fear with faith. And this isn't too hard of points, are they? Is this above our head today? Say So she rejoices in God, her Savior. But I wanted to just let you see some things she said, and we're going to say them with her. We're going to speak to fear right now. Y'all ready to speak some fear on Sunday morning? Let's do it. This is called Mary's Song. It's written right out. It's right there. She just goes right into it. The Scriptures. It's going to come up on the right side. I'd like for you to say it. When I read it, you say it loud. If you, do you mind? Let's try it. We'll probably screw it up. Let's see what we can do. For he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. I would speak louder than that if I was you, if you were really scared. One more time. Behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. Those two already help you. You're full of fear and depression and you're hurting. Jesus cares for me instead of cussing him. Hitting a bottle. Jesus, you blessed me. Maybe not right this situation. You can't see it. Then think about other things he's done. For he that is mighty hath done great things, and holy is his name. Say it with me. Jesus. 
I've said it many times. Satan, get out of my house. Get out of here. Get out of here. But you better have something else to say. He's a fierce adversary. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Say it with me. Word mercy means price paid. I'm not going to hell. He paid the price for me. That's some serious mercy. On my worst day, it ain't as bad as it could have been. Me burning in hell. It's amazing how you start thinking like this and you start to feel a bit better. Thank you, Mary. He had filled the hungry with good things and the rich he sent away empty. Well, I'm sorry. Thank you, Raji. He has showed strength with his arm. He scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. Say it with me. Jesus is Maybe now you know why I wear Jesus strong on my arm. It came out of my deepest fear, this bracelet. Just say it. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he sent away empty. He's lifted me. He's filled me. He's helping me. He's filling me up. Come on, Rod, you're killing me. We ain't never doing this again. <laughs> he had filled the hungry with good things and the rich he sent away empty. So say that one with me. Jesus is... Isn't it hard sometimes to say that when you're so fearful and hurting and screwed up inside? He hath helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy... He spake, say it with me. We didn't practice this, obviously, Roger. And he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. So, why shouldn't we fear? Let's say them out loud. Why shouldn't we fear? Say them one by one. Jesus cares for me. Jesus blesses me. Jesus has done great things for me. Jesus has mercy on me. Jesus is strong for me. Jesus has lifted me. Jesus is good for me. Real loud. Jesus. Let's thank the Lord. We're done. Amen. Come on. It's a good word.